0: I get my summers off?
1: (laughs) I get off whenever I want. I can get my summer off too.
0: Is that what you do? Is that what you do? Yep. Hey, retro lovers,
1: welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies Podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your hosts, Alex and Brandon.
0: I'm Alex, and uh, this is Brandon, and we're a Nostalgia Junkie, and we're going to be sitting here talking a little bit about retro toys, nostalgia, and all that pop culture lifestyle.
1: Dude, I'm so excited. How long have we been talking about doing this?
0: Uh, It's probably, what, almost a year, maybe a little over now at this point.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something I've wanted to do for a long time, and I'm glad I found the right person to do it with. It's going to be a good time.
0: Hey, man, dude, this, the way that we met was kind of crazy, too. Like, we were just a few years apart in high school, just never really crossed paths, and then... Now in adulthood, we uh, became pretty good friends.
1: Yeah, all because I opened a store. <laughs> and then I bought things from you. Yeah, so I own a shop called Retro Junk here in uh, Manchester, Connecticut. And I pretty much handle anything nostalgic, man. Anything that makes you feel good from your childhood. So, you know, toys, action figures, video games.
0: Well, it's funny because like, you, you walk into the store and then you, you see something. It's like, man, I think I know what this is from. You start talking with Brandon. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's a Happy Meals toy that came out in, like, 1997. <laughs> It's like oh shoot i had this in the entire line and then you uh you know you end up buying the entire toy line from him
1: that's yeah that's how i kept him coming back <laughs> both him <laughs> and his wife actually so yeah it's uh it's definitely hard to stay away from once you start
0: <laughs> and like it's crazy because you, you start finishing a line and then you have to start a new line so it's like i mean i think i at this point <laughs> i've pretty much collected the entire street sharks line and i've been just been opening up to power rangers and transformers now
1: yeah it's it's literally non-stop um my biggest thing for me personally is Ninja Turtles and then it just branches from there. It's so random. Anything eighties, nineties, just so much stuff. It's kind of gross.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a sickness. It's a blessing and a curse.
1: Oh, no doubt. And uh I'm into the video game side of things too, but I think I much prefer the toys and mm-hmm. old school T V shows and stuff. But if I had to pick uh video game wise, it'd probably be like N sixty four era and like Game Boy Color. Those are probably my two. Oh,
0: Dude, I I I remember the Game Boy Advance just so vividly. Just I think my hand just automatically go to the hand position <laughs> as I'm talking about it, like my hands just go to like Game Boy Advance, hands, just do your thing.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Uh but yeah, you're a little younger, so mm-hmm. I started with my Game Boy Color and Pokemon Red that I bought from KB Toys. Rip, oh. but <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So uh we're here tonight, and what are we talking about tonight?
1: Well, so For those of you that don't know, we're going to pretty much run the gambit from toys to TV shows to movies to music, uh, pretty much like we said, anything nostalgic. So for our first episode, we're going to start with our top 10
0: Disney Channel TV shows. And I'll I'll be honest, I know we, we were kind of discussing some shows the other day and we realized that one of our favorite shows that we'll talk about in a little bit ended up not being a Disney Channel original series.
1: That's correct. It was, I mean, it was ABC, which is owned by Disney. So it, in a way, it's kind of Disney, but it didn't originally air on Disney. They just played reruns of it.
0: Exactly. It's funny, when you, uh, when you texted that to me, I'm like, no, 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 it's a Disney Channel show. And I had to go back, and I actually looked at it, and I didn't realize that not only did it do the reruns on Disney Channel, but that first season aired on Fox and WB.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't realize that. Yep,
1: multi-network. Wow. And then TJIF.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was born like right at the end, or like I was like right at the end of TGIF because I remember the uh, Sunday night Disney Channel movies on ABC Family or ABC. Yes,
1: those were wonderful, wonderful world of Disney. That's
0: what it was. It go right from AFV into Disney Channel movies. Oh, another, movies.
1: another rip. Bob Saget.
0: Oh, damn. dude. Alphonse Rivera is doing a good job, though, with AFV. Yeah, yeah. Carlin's all right. Yeah, no he no He won't do the dance anymore. <laughs> He's no Bob though. No, no no one's ever going to fill Bob's <laughs> shoes. But anyways, yeah. so, let's so, uh, get
1: right into these uh
0: Yeah, so um I I did take a little bit of uh some liberties with things where like I was thinking about Disney Channel shows, but you know, my a lot of my formative years with Disney Channel, there wasn't just Disney Channel, there was also Toon Disney, Disney XD, there was X, which were yeah, all yeah. just offshoots of Disney Channel. So, some of mine Will be from a Disney XD, but I mean, they're still Disney That's Channel fine. series.
1: And some of mine, Alex won't remember because he's a baby, <laughs> and I'm an old man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm on the I'm on the underside of thirty right now. It's great. I got one more year to go.
1: Uh, I'll be thirty-five. Sucks to be you. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs>
0: okay, so do you uh want what was your what was your number ten out of your top ten for Disney? you are gonna Channel? start
1: with me. My number ten is Jesse. Really?
0: Yep. Man, you're talking about being so old, then you go for the Debbie Ryan hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, dude. I think I, I'm really a comedy guy in general. Okay. And I think those kids are hilarious on that show.
0: They were so great. I like the, the the dynamic that they had. Just like all the kids and the adoption. Like it was such like an uncut and just like untapped market. Yeah. That it was just really good. I I will say, I was a little sad. I love Charles Eston. Yeah. And yeah. it's like you know from what he did on Whose Line Is It Anyway. And then when he was in Jesse, it was great. I just wish there was a little bit more of him.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't disagree there at all, for sure. They definitely did him dirty.
0: They did. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, the focus was on the kids. It's exactly what they did. It was all about Jesse and her southern ways, adjusting to the uh, the big city. And they did a really good job with it. I think Debbie Ryan was a perfect
1: casting for that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I I don't know who else I would <laughs> would put in that role, to be honest with you.
0: No, but I feel like that's the way a lot of the Disney Channel shows did. Is like they took like a a guest star or a um a co-starring character that just wasn't like the main title, and then they gave them their own shows. The way that Disney just kind of evolved their actors and actresses. Yeah, yeah, Which I think that they that they definitely beat Nickelodeon on that front.
1: I I can't argue with you I yeah. definitely say I that. Mean,
0: yeah. Like I'll, I'll say Nickelodeon did a really good job. If you look, like you know, we had all that, which then built up Amanda Bynes. It built up Keenan Thompson. Which then we had the Keenan and Kel show. We had Good Burger movie. Yeah. There was some really good growth, but Disney just did really. They did a better job. Disney now, pumped them out. They well, yeah. <laughs> but then they also kept them in the family as they became adults. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. Which,
0: like, I'll, I'll talk about that more when we get into my list because it's like there's there's one show that's on my list that it is just like the alumni of disney channel
1: okay well yeah. let, that being said let's hear your number 10 so my number
0: 10 uh it was a show that was on before i was even born ran for four seasons and just it, it came and went had the one of the best best intro songs ducktales oh of course i mean <laughs> who doesn't Huey, love Dewey, DuckTales? and scrooge mcduck i mean you can't do any better and i mean so like brandon knows i am a huge transformers fan like it is, it is an illness. The amount of transformers that I have in this house,
1: especially now.
0: Oh God, you keep buying them, and then I keep buying them from you.
1: Yes, that's that's how it happens. Listen, I,
0: I love my wife. My wife is she is such a good sport with all of it. But I I didn't realize this. I mean, I, I knew I recognized the voice watching the show, and I went back and watched a few episodes of these shows that we're talking about today. Yeah, Frank Welker, Megatron, Soundwave. He was in Ducktales.
1: Really, who? I don't know. He
0: hmm. was big time Beagle. He was the one that led the little little gang. And like, I never knew that as a kid.
1: Oh, and he has, he plays so many roles. But yeah, I never knew. I didn't know that either. I
0: mm-hmm. didn't know that either. I know. It was just, it, it was so good. So, you know what I always confuse DuckTales with? And I know people are going to hate me for saying this. Tailspun.
1: I mean, there's ducks in both. I know. And, well, it's like <laughs> we lo-
0: Launchpad McQuack or. Yeah, yeah. And it just—it seems like it went both sides. Every time I see him, I think he's from Tailspin. Not thinking that Tailspin's about Blue.
1: Yes. Yep. Blue yep. is the main character.
0: It's like the uh, the biggest Mandela effect that I have. <laughs> it's like saying I guess it would classify and, as that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> but um, you wanna move on to number nine? let Let's Do it. You start with your number nine. So uh, number nine, I don't know if you're gonna remember, but the it's the Hutch Dano and Adam Hicks show Zeke and Luther.
1: Have I heard of it? Yes. Have I ever watched it? No, I have not.
0: So, one of the things that I also loved about this, I was a big Ned's Declassified fan from Nickelodeon, and if you remember the character Cookie, uh, played by Daniel Curtis Lee, he played Kojo, which was, like, the kind of antithesis to Zeke and Luther on Zeke and Luther. Okay. They're all skateboarders, they all kind of, like, they got along, and there was, like, that animosity, but he was just, he was, like, their villain, but, I mean... Kind of like, I guess it was like a kid's version of a stoner comedy. That's kind of the show was. It was like, if you watch uh, Letter Kenny. Maybe I Kenny, should watch. <laughs> you really should, dude. Like, I know, like, you've seen Letter Kenny, right? Oh, yeah. Love it. So, Zeke and Luther were like Riley and Jones if they were skateboarders.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> like, take that, but put it at a Disney Channel level.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, and I'll definitely check it out. I'll it
0: it was it was out. pretty good. I mean, it was it was sad. I mean, Hutch Dana was really good. Adam Hicks was really good. He went on to do the movie Levin, Levin Mouth*. After that, yep, yep. And then uh, I think it was last year, or two years ago, he got arrested for armed robbery. He's gonna do five years in jail now.
1: Oh man! So uh, and you child know, actors, I guess he
0: is the uh, the Amanda Bynes of the Disney Channel.
1: Uh, there's probably more than one. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but and
0: there there are a couple that like I don't want to say that was they didn't break bad, but like you know they just like. Sharp left turn to kind of break that Disney Channel, uh, I mean, like mojo Mount Cyrus
1: Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's we won't get into it, but no. he's in rough shape, <laughs> anyways. So, my number nine, you're probably gonna get mad because I think it's probably pretty high on your list. Impossible.
0: Oh, <laughs> you're killing me, you are killing me.
1: I mean, there's a lot of Disney shows, so technically this whole top ten is like high class shows. That, yeah, no, because was... there's so many that they pumped out. Um, but yeah, Kim Possible—it's one of the ones I tend to gravitate more towards the like the live-action Disney shows and okay. over over a lot of the cartoons. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, you can't you can't not like Kim Possible. No, you. I mean, Chrisy Carlson, Romano and Will Friedel, Um
0: Dude, I have so. I'm gonna kinda show my hand here, but I have just a list. It's Christy Carlos Romano, Will Friedel, why can't say his name. Will John DiMaggio, Kristen uh Kristen Storm. We had Nicole Sullivan. It was Raven Simone. Yep. Patrick Warburton, Ryder Storm, Taj Mowry, These are all like not just like one off characters. These are recurring characters on almost an episodic basis.
1: Yes. And they yeah, all-star all-star voiceover actors for You know for who Kristen Storm show. is, right? Yeah, Xenon.
0: I was gonna say. I, I I thought I thought I had him there on that one. I thought I had him there on that one. I didn't realize that uh uh Ryder Storm played the Rider boyfriend to her. Strong. Strong. Gosh. I'm combining names over here. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was oh, such a good
1: show. Yeah, I didn't know Ryder had a, had a part in it, to be honest with you. I I didn't know until today. <laughs> but yeah, so Kim Possible. Um, that was another one that me and my younger brother are eight years apart, so that's another one that we would watch together. So that's a cool, it was, cool
0: little thing. It was a good show. It was a good show. Who doesn't love a
1: good naked mole rat?
0: <laughs> the naked mole rat rat. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that either. I <laughs> <No. laughs> feel free. You're the musician. Um, I'm, I'm good. I'm good.
1: You'll definitely probably hear us singing at some point, but I'm not going to sing no mole rap. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> I, I was just thinking about this. Like, you know, one of the, the defining qualities of a lot of these Disney channel shows is they just, their theme songs were a
1: bop. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No, They easily get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll move on to yeah. number eight, and I'm going to hit you with the, we talked about this yesterday in the car. Oh, yeah? Good luck, Charlie. Oh, is my number eight
0: that was again a great show great so good show. for
1: for like later years I, I mean i was pretty pretty old when that show came out but it was still it was entertaining 2010,
0: to me 20, uh to 2014
1: yeah yeah it was a still very entertaining show the whole cast is hilarious once again the comedy theme with me um i was telling you how the mom was like my favorite character the mom she and was, the dad but
0: i know the, the, the uh, so dad hilarious was, the dad was the best on that show
1: yeah, and I reminded you that he was in American Pie. <laughs> as the he big was, beefy, yeah, <laughs>
0: he was in so much. You know, I I gotta be honest. I when I was listing out all the shows today, I was rattling like eighteen to twenty of them off the top of my head. Forgot to list Good Luck Charlie. Oh man, I know. Like and like that, that, that's the thing. Like we were talking about. Like you know, there are so many good shows that it's like it's it's hard to do just the top ten. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like when you were saying like you know you gravitated towards more of the live action. I was realizing that. I was pretty heavy on my list with the animated and the cartoon.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: like it was, it was what I enjoyed when I was a kid. I really loved cartoons. But uh, when I was making the top 10, I was trying to say like 50-50 cartoon and live action. Okay, okay. Just because it's like, you know, I, I, I didn't want to do a heavy, I mean, I could do a, probably a top 15 just cartoon-wise.
1: Dude, I literally, the only cartoon I have on my list is Kim Possible. And
0: you put it so low. Yeah. <laughs> you put it so low. Dang. Christy Carlson Romano's going to, not going to be happy with you.
1: She will be later in the list.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, here I'll, I'll do. I'll do my number eight. Recess.
1: Ooh, one Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. A great show.
0: It was a phenomenal show. Spinelli. Like, I was thinking about like Spinelli. There was TJ, and like it was funny because like i remember as a kid just like resonating with tj and the gang and like mikey like walking around i was kind of like the the awkward kid yeah yeah so like mikey was my jam
1: the big goofball yeah oh
0: yeah and i like, remember king bob like oh, just like, the literal king of the hill yeah yeah um but i remember just like resonating with like tj and mikey and just, i was thinking about it and at, now i'm a teacher and i gotta tell you Finster and Principal Principal Prickly, I understand them so much oh more my now. Oh god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, that kid used to piss me off though.
0: With, oh, Randall, the uh, little rat kid.
1: I thought it was Finster.
0: No, Finster was the teacher. She was the one that was like the uh, the ugly Miss Frizzle. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh! <laughs> yes, ugly Miss Frizzle. But yes. you know, you
0: know where they lost me. And like I, I remember seeing, like I remember watching. This. I wanted to go see this was the first thing. I was one of the first kids to see it. The movie. Uh, recess schools it. out for the summer. It was like it's supposed to be like the seasonal break between when they're in fourth grade and fifth grade, and they did this whole movie about them going home for summer. And I, I guess the uh one of the teachers or people that uh, Prickly and Finster knew ended up becoming secretary of education for the country, and decided to create this weather machine at this school that would just create eternal winter, and the kids would no longer have recess outside. Which, Lame.
1: I'm glad I never saw it. It,
0: it honestly like, terrible plot. And they they did kind of like a, it was supposed to be like an aliens with the tractor beam type of thing, and I gotta be honest, <laughs> they they lost me. I was a kid. The movie came out in 2001. I was like eight years old, and I'm like, mm, but if it's snowing outside,
1: you're not gonna be at school. We're not
0: gonna be at school. Like the whole the whole plot of the movie just didn't make sense. Stupid. But like Principal Prickly like ended up being like this like. Pretty, pretty much a badass. He was just like fighting people, punching people in the face. And I'm like, okay, principal, I see you now. Yeah, that was that was my number eight. Yeah, I have no
1: input on that one. Just well, the movie because I never saw it. But
0: uh, I mean, they, they had a good cross section of people like Corn Chip Girl.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> Corn Chip Girl. I forgot all about that. Yeah,
0: no, the Hustler Kid just like dealing stuff out on the yeah, movie. yeah. There some good people. Uh, okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, my number seven.
1: Hmm. Still of the future. Good show. Good show. It's a solid show. It's not in my top ten, but it's a solid mm-hmm. pick.
0: See, I, I I loved it. I remember um, in fourth grade, I remember my teacher was telling me that there was going to be a new show on Disney Channel. I guess someone that she knew, knew on who it. Ricky Ullman was or worked oh, on oh, oh. it. Because she was talking about like the, what the show was going to be and like the whole plot of the show. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. She knew like, and, like way like,
1: too much about it. Yeah, like, like, the,
0: my fourth grade teacher, literally, instead of teaching, was talking to us about this show, by the way. Which I'm like... As a teacher, I'm like I, I see that, I understand that, I know the know the rants that happen in the classroom. Got to connect
1: with the kids, man.
0: Exactly. It was the Disney Channel and the show that didn't that was going to come out under a different name than she told us. But oh. uh, she, uh, yeah, it was uh, Phil of the Future. And well, for
1: those of, for those viewers that don't know, or aren't familiar mm-hmm. with Phil of the Future, give a little summary of the plot.
0: So uh, Phil and his family, his mom, his dad, and his sister were going on a time traveling vacation in the future from the year twenty one twenty one. And they end up getting trapped in the was it like 2004
1: it was that, that range, day. yeah. It
0: was like the the mid 2000s, and they get stuck there, and they have to now live there. The time machine broke down. The time machine was just like a random RV.
1: Yes, exactly. But
0: uh, I think one of the <laughs> the funniest points of the show was when they they went to like the prehistoric era and picked up a caveman.
1: Yes, they and did.
0: The, the caveman, <laughs> the actor who played the caveman, also played the principal.
1: <laughs> yes, so they he looked, did. They he looked did. real similar. Um, it didn't. Wasn't the whole thing pretty much the principal like having a clue that they were from the future? And, but like, he always it out. yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it was just it was just, like real interesting like the whole thing that was going on and like how they went back and forth. That's when I was actually I was looking more into the principal because the um I always think that J P Mino who who plays the principal is the uh the dean from Community because you know they're both like five foot six skinny and bald so they look exactly Similar, the same yeah yeah um but he would you know what animated show he went on to do after that. Like, right on the, right on the tails of, uh, uh, Phil of the Future? I don't. Emperor's New School.
1: Really? Yep. What was he in that?
0: He played Cusco, so instead of David Spade, they had him, but- Oh, okay, And okay. I, I was looking at this, and, like, I remember watching that show, and remember how Cronk in Emperor's New Groove had the, the squirrel Scout, so the, the Chipmunk. Yeah, uh, yeah, kids? yeah. It was, a lot of his story was about him leading that group, doing the squeaky-deer, squeak-squeak-squeak-squeak-soons. squeaking.
1: <laughs> alright Yeah. <laughs>
0: little tangent there but
1: love it though <laughs> connect the dots man there's a lot of crossover oh, as yeah. you know actors and actresses that mm-hmm. did so many um not only disney roles but just roles in general mm-hmm. with a bunch of different networks which is kind of cool so we are on seven right
0: yep number seven
1: my number seven is sweet life of zach and cody
0: wow also uh lower lower than my listings really
1: yeah um yeah, that's another one. Once again, comedy right up my alley again. Um I already loved what are their uh Dylan, Dylan and Cole and Sprouse, Sprouse, uh from from Big Daddy. So <laughs> uh which was incredible as well. Um but a big thing about yeah. Zach and Cody was my brother's name is Zach and his best friend was Cody growing up. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that was yeah, another yeah. like tie in from, mm-hmm. from the show and another one we used to watch together, so it's cool.
0: Nice. Oh, that was a good show. That that had a great cast. I mean, Ashley Tisdale and Brenda Song, like if you if you didn't like really know who they were at that point in Disney Channel, 'cause like yeah, I think yeah. they had a few like on and off again roles, but that was like their big breakout and then Huge, yeah. Ashley Tisdale went on to a high school musical after that, I believe.
1: Yes, she did. Yeah. Um and Brenda Song was in a handful of like yeah. Disney Channel original movies. What was
0: the um the the Warrior one that she was in right after that?
1: Brenda Song. Yeah. I mean uh what was the full name of that? Oh.
0: You know what I'm talking about. The, the, I do, but it's gonna bother y- 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 me. Y'all y- 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 yeah. can Google it because it's not gonna come to our brains.
1: Uh, it might, it probably will, but like, yeah, when, when we get we, to number, number like two. three, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, I think we, we were talking about this the other day. Like it was, it was interesting, like the way that Disney kind of like built up some of their actors and actresses, because like the role of London Tipton that Brenda Song played is originally what Ashley Tisdale auditioned for, and the producers of the show really liked what Ashley Tisdale did, so they wrote her the role of Maddie. That was she could kind of be the complement to London Tipton's character.
1: Yeah, and it added a huge, great element to the show because without her, there wouldn't would, be the love interest. Something would have been for, missing for exact,
0: sure. Then, but like, wasn't it? Uh, was it wasn't it Zach who was always in love with Maddie? Yeah, yeah. And like, you wouldn't have that love interest without that.
1: Dude, I love all the supporting characters. I love Esteban and. Uh, God, I forgot about Esteban. Yeah, and Arwen, uh, Arwen and Mister Mister Mosby. Mr. Mosby. Yep, yep. Oh, they're all so good. Yeah, they are. Even the mom—I forget her name. Carrie. Is it Carrie? Carrie Martin. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: And then I—I uh, I will say because I like I watched Zach uh, Sweet Life of Zach I and Cody another one too. Yeah. And then it went on to Sweet Life on Deck. Yep. And I like that was such a cool premise for me. Like I loved that, and I was like, oh, okay, I, I vibe with this. I vibe with this. Yeah, for sure. And then what bothered me though is like maybe it's also like you know my mom is a single mom. I she's an independent woman. And I really respected Carrie Martin for that.
1: Yeah, for and especially sure. because
0: they they did so many episodes of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, where their dad would come back, and he would kind of just be like the same jerk that he was when the mom like left him.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: But then it's like all of a sudden, instead of like developing that love relationship with Arwen that they had, when they did Sweet Life on Deck, they just kind of like put that under the carpet, and then she was back together with the dad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's Just
0: like oh. The, yeah. All that plot development, all that character growth gone. They just
1: killed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other character that I for, totally forgot about was... uh, Who was the maid? The lady who plays Mrs. Potato Head in Toy Story. Oh. Estelle something? Is that her name? Estelle Getty? Estelle Harris?
0: Estelle something.
1: Anyways. It'll come back <laughs> to us later. But yeah, the, the, the voice of Mrs. Potato Head in, in Toy Story was the maid.
0: What was that number? That was seven? seven. Yeah. Okay, number six. Can you guess?
1: No, you can't guess. <laughs> my number six is That's so Raven.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yes.
1: One, dude? I, as you can see, I'm sticking with the the comedy theme for pretty much my whole list.
0: Yeah. No, I, I guess
1: that. I guess a majority of the Disney shows kind of lean towards comedic, anyways. Um, yeah, they
0: were all kind of comedies.
1: But yeah, that's so Raven. I mean. It's a great premise. It's been done before, but you know, seeing it to the future, predicting predicting what's gonna happen. Um, once again, I'm not the mm-hmm. biggest fan of Raven, but uh like as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um so a lot of the supporting characters are who I liked. Of Corey was great, of course, and then mm-hmm. he got his dad. own spin off. Yeah. The dad, the parents are great, um, and Eddie, you gotta Yeah. <laughs> you got... but, Eddie yeah. and Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. Raven was probably my least favorite character on the yeah, show. Yeah, I mean,
0: I feel like that was kind of, um, gosh, I know my wife and I have talked about this, like with the new girl. Like the whole yeah, purpose yeah. of like the show is to like be about the central character, but there's so much character development around the supporting cast that they just kind of run away with the show. And I feel like that's, that's so Raven did a really good job with that.
1: Yeah, no, no, they certainly did. But um, yeah, I don't did know. You, I don't know uh, why... Did you
0: watch the reboot of the show at all? I did not know.
1: Oh, Raven's Home. Was it is that what it was Raven, called? Raven. I watched like one or two episodes, yeah, but know, honestly, her son
0: Booker has the uh the new the power.
1: Yes, yes, that's correct. And, and
0: I thought it was a it was interesting uh dynamic between Booker and his twin sister. I watched I watched about a season and a half of the show. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> listen, like when you got nothing to do in the summer as a teacher, you just binge-watch shows and stuff.
1: Hey, you don't have to explain yourself, but <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can watch Raven's Home. It's all right. Listen, I liked it. I liked it. It was
0: good. It was a good show. Number six. Well, That's the Raven was a better show. but oh,
1: They <laughs> hardly ever is the uh, the reboot better than the
0: original. So. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, my number six. Gargoyles. Loved Gargoyles. Such these, a good these show. Guys. Such a good show. And again, stacked voice acting cast. Frank Welker, Keith David, Ed Asner.
1: I knew Ed Asner was in it.
0: Yeah. Just just a great cast. I mean, I thought it was a really good way for uh Disney to capitalize upon like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like fandom at the time. I think it it came out a little late to like really grab it cuz like, you know, Turtles it Came was, out in like, like
1: 94, 95, right?
0: Yeah, like Turtles what was it? 89? 88,
1: yeah. 88,
0: yeah. Sorry. I'm not I'm not a Turtles fan, but not not, not a die hard. What a loser. Yeah, <laughs> you you know all about that, don't you?
1: I love Turtles. Yeah. I like Turtles.
0: But again, like even their even their uh, their guest starring cast on Gargoyles was awesome. Like Tom Wilson, Biff from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Clancy Brown again. Like they just kept coming back. Like it was just, in I mean, Clancy Brown has just that iconic voice.
1: This guy did his research. I, I did do my research. <laughs> He's got a though. whole notebook. I, listen, He's a prepared I, I'm, one. I'm,
0: I'm good. I'm good. I got my stuff. Like, I... Apparently,
1: I, he's got content for days over here.
0: One of us has to be prepared.
1: <laughs> I'm always prepared.
0: Listen, I don't I don't get to sit and stare at this stuff all day. Because I don't own a shop. I have to sit and stare at students yes. and teach math. Whose oh, all is that? I get my summers off?
1: <laughs> I get off whenever I want. I can get my is, summer off, too. Is
0: that what you do? <laughs> <laughs> is that
1: what you do? Yep. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, that being said, let's go to number five. Go ahead. Uh, Wizards of Waverly Place.
1: They're in my honorable mention.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I just, I, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was a. I mean, it was really the springboard that launched uh, Jake T. Austin, David Henry, Selena Gomez. That was one of uh, that was Selena Gomez's like first big break. First I mean, big role. Yep. she had a what well, a guest starring appearance on Sweet Life, and then.
1: I forgot all about that. Yep.
0: Yeah. I I remember uh, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and that was uh that was on there about her being in that. That was not something I would have remembered. No. But yeah, no, that was uh Selena Gomez, like first break and then like you know, I mean David David Delouise was a great actor. Uh Greg, Greg uh Sulkin was another character that came in later in the show and he was uh and Runaways that I watched on Hulu it was about oh, never uh, seen that. Like it. it was it was a Marvel show. You don't like Marvel, so you know. I mean, I don't not like Marvel,
1: but I don't like make sure to run out and keep up with the movies and whatnot. Yeah, no
0: that that, that that's my go-to. But uh, I think uh, I I had to write her name down because I I can never remember how to say it. But Maria uh, Canales uh, Barrera was the mom. You know the mom was in so funny. Place, but uh, it was like that was one of the first shows that I realized that uh, actors and actresses. Also do voice acting and like cross populate between channels, and they don't just like yes, stick it yes. into one channel. Because <laughs> like I watched Justice League growing up like nonstop. I would binge watch. I mean, when it wasn't even possible to binge watch back in the day when it would just like randomly run TV shows, but I would just watch over and over again any show I could get like my hands on for Justice League and Justice okay. League Unlimited. And the mom from Wizards Way We Place was Hawk
1: Girl. Really? Yep. Yeah, and kn- that's another one I never would have known. Don't watch any of those shows.
0: Oh, that was my favorite show growing up, Justice League. That was they did such a good job. It's a shame what's happening in the Justice League right now with DC.
1: Yeah, they they're not handling it very well, are they?
0: I mean, I don't think they're handling it at all.
1: Exactly. <laughs> who's who's your favorite superhero? Uh,
0: overall, or like I mean, Marvel, Mar- DC? Marvel. Marvel, Marvel. I would have to go right now. It, it'd be the Hulk. I really like. Um, really. I like a lot of the Hulk storyline, just the diversity that they can do. Um, I think he's more so my favorite villain as the maestro from the future. Okay. But uh, in the comic books right now, they have the Hulk. He is basically Bruce Banner made the Hulk body into a spaceship that's powered by a uh, mini Hulk inside the engine room that's like fighting monsters from parallel dimensions. Yeah, it's, it's way out there, but I really like it.
1: All right. Yeah. What's yours? So hold on, hold on. Mark Ruffalo Hulk.
0: So I think I or like Ed Mark Norton Ruffalo Hulk. as an actor. Um, I think Mark Ruffalo's done a good job. I think Edward Norton did a better job as Bruce Banner. I agree. Like, he like I'll be honest. Bruce Banner is an asshole. Yes. And yes, Edward is. Norton is an asshole. No. <laughs> and so I mean, he doesn't even need the method act. He just does it. It's yeah, great.
1: Yeah. I uh, I think I like Ruffalo better overall, but. Yeah, as Bruce Banner, I agree. I
0: mean, he's had more time. My favorite's
1: probably Wolverine. Okay. Wolverine or Spider-Man.
0: Now, like, X-Men 90s cartoon Wolverine or Hugh Jackman Wolverine?
1: Oh, easily X-Men 90s cartoon Wolverine, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, lo- I
0: love the meme with him holding the picture.
1: That was my favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite action figure was the toy biz Wolverine that had the retractable. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite. <laughs> So my number five. five is one that you didn't ever hear of before your time, the Jersey. I'm not a big, a I'm a big sports guy. And it, this one revolved around sports. Um, I don't think the kid who plays the main character was ever in anything else, okay. at least not on the Disney channel. Um, but the, I don't know the name of the girl, but the girl in the show was also in, he was the, uh, love interest of the kid that turned into a mermaid in the thirteenth year. Do you remember that Disney Channel original movie?
0: I uh, vaguely.
1: Uh, okay. Vaguely. Well, she had vaguely. other parts on Disney as well. Um, it was it
0: like, with the, the the fins, right, and the hands? Is that the thing? He had
1: like, yeah, he was a mermaid. Oh, and when, yeah, when he the, got when, yes, when he went yes, when he yes, got yes. in the pool, and the, the
0: mom was the mermaid, right? Or something? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He was like adopted, but the mom, the mother. Mermaid like drops yeah. him off on the back of a boat when he was a yes, baby. I remember that now. So, the girl from the jersey is his girlfriend in that. But, um, the premise of the jersey is this kid is given his grandfather's old like Letterman sweater, like vintage sweater that ends up being magic. So, when he puts it on, he relives like historical sports moments throughout history.
0: So, was it kind of like a uh, sports version of Wishbone?
1: Yeah, actually, that's okay. a great comparison. That's go. pretty much exactly what it yeah, was. I have some good moments. Yeah. Some days. <laughs> but yeah, I I just loved it because of the sports aspect, and okay, I related. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <clears throat> and uh, number four, are we on me again? Yeah, we're on you again. Oh man, my number four, Lizzie McGuire. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean Hillary Duff. What more can I say? Oh my gosh! I, I mean, was a, it was, I was a. It
0: was a good show. It was a
1: good show. Growing young boy. Hey, do <laughs> you want to uh,
0: like, tell the people what Lizzie McGuire was about?
1: What Lizzie McGuire was about?
0: Yeah. If if they don't know, I mean, it's been a while since that show's been out. It was what like, 2002.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's oh my god! 20 years since Lizzie I, that's McGuire came out. Tell
0: people what Lizzie McGuire is.
1: I mean, essentially, it's just your typical American family. Uh, the dad's of goofball. Uh, annoying little brother Matt uh lizzie and it's about her and her was it high school or did it start like seventh or eighth grade and then lead into high school something Uh, like that i
0: think it was i think it was all high school wasn't it It because they did the movie
1: yeah yeah um so yeah it's her and her best friends gordo and miranda and just their day-to-day day-to-day life and hijinks and your typical like teenage years
0: pretty much there's
1: not really (laughs) there's not really much else of a plot it's kind of just
0: yeah i mean it, it was kind of like a lifestyle comedy
1: yeah, I mean, yes. it was your typical like. If you grew up in that time, it was like a typical day in the life. Like, uh, I remember vividly the episode where Aaron Carter is coming to town, and they like try to sneak on set and like meet Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think one of
0: the interesting about Lizzie McGuire was it also had the animated aspect to it too. Ah, yes, yes, because yes, it yes. was like her inner her inner dialogue was always the little animated Lizzie yep. McGuire. Yep. So, God, what was the um. There was another show that did something like that too, like that inner conversation like kind of like breaking the fourth wall,
1: the yeah stuff. there was there was probably a few shows that did it, but yeah, I think
0: she was like the first one to kind of set the tone to do that though
1: most definitely
0: yeah it most was definitely. it was a good show, it, I love- didn't even didn't crack my lust, but mm. it was a good show,
1: <laughs> it's fair, it's fair,
0: yeah, so um number four, even Stevens,
1: ooh, we almost.
0: I know we, we we're close. We're cl- I think we think we're getting closer in the uh, the top there. You know, even Stevens, Christy Carlson, Romano. Even Stevens
1: is my love. number three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we also had what was it uh Stephen Anthony Lawrence Beans
1: Beans man Beans. Bernard Aaron Guerin. Okay. Yes. That
0: that was a kid that like he has not changed how he looks from childhood to now. Always ugly. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna kind of be nicer with it, but yeah. I mean, I was gonna say it wasn't really a good thing, but no. He was, he's just he was a
1: goofy-looking dude, but he's got talent, so that makes up for it.
0: He, he does. He does, and like I kind of wish he got his own little spinoff of like going to people like would have that. People to bother. I was, I was bother surprised people. they never. So never you want? Him one.
1: So you tell me you want like Andy Millonakis show, but with beans?
0: <laughs> yes, basically, basically.
1: Tom <laughs> we, Green with beans.
0: <laughs> was, yeah, no. It was. It was a good show. It was a good show. I I enjoyed watching it. It was kind of like in my. Like, just before my time of really getting into Disney Channel shows, yeah. but I watched a lot of the reruns before they went off, but that is where I remember Shia LaBeouf from, right before Holes.
1: Oh, I love and then Holes. Then he went
0: into Transformers, and then went off the deep end, and he's, he's I still love back him now. He was in Have Peanut seen, Butter Falcon.
1: I love that movie. Yeah. I was just going to ask if you've seen yeah. it. But uh, do you remember the episode of Even Stevens where he's trying to get, like, I forget, it was their equivalent of Pokemon cards. And it's like the grail card and he gets it. He uh, sets his sister up on a date with that stinky Sturkey or whatever. The, <laughs> and he says that he'll trade him that card for a date with his sister.
0: It's like He was always trying to uh, use somebody to get something.
1: Yeah. Which yeah, was like, I stuff. thought was an
0: interesting <laughs> dynamic because it's like, you know, this is McGuire again. You, you had the younger brother who was just kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. But then there was never growth from that.
1: No, was it. Yeah.
0: And, one of this, the central plot points of Even Stevens was always, you know, uh, Shia LaBeouf and Krista Carlson Romano getting into it, yes. and whether or not it was resolved like that episode or a next one, it was kind of, there was like, there was both the plot points, and the resolve per episode, but then also like these little arcs of them like learning to be better people.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
0: Which is, it's kind of something that I feel like the TV shows nowadays have gotten away from of like that, that must be a moral thing in an episode. It's been like stupid and like chintzy and jokes and
1: Oh it's it's completely different. Yeah. The other the other big episode that I remember vividly is when they go to buy the uh, like bootleg pair of sneakers from the guy at the mall and they're like talking to the guy on the phone and they what? It's picking it Can up on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with things. Uh <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that. Uh, huh? the the
0: bootleg pair of sneakers. Yeah, but
1: Totally lost. Yeah, it was, just, him. <laughs> like, it, it was
0: a good show, and like the thing that I think was kind of great about it is the show was relatable. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, like it was always something that was like going on that whether you were you know seven years old or seventeen years old, you you either understood Shia LaBeouf's character, or you understood Renee's character, or if you were just kind of on the outside, you were beans.
1: Pretty much Beans, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I imagine most people were Beans. <laughs> At least people who are watching this.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, well, which what, number four, Brandon?
1: We did my four. Lizzie McGuire.
0: I, oh, that was, I just did my four too. Okay, so it's my number three. I got you. So my number three, Phineas and Ferb.
1: Phineas and Ferb is in my honorable mentions.
0: Oh, wow. Again, like I, I know I I've mentioned that there are a few care a few shows that have like these just like great voice acting casts. Phineas and Ferb is another one and Allison Stoner, Ashley Tisdale, Mitchell Musso, Caroline Ray. Like there's just some great shows. And again, like a lot of these shows catapult some kids' careers. So, um the kid that played Phineas went on to be in Game of Thrones in the Maze Runner series movies.
1: I had no clue.
0: I know I, was doing, <laughs> I did again, I did my research today. But just such a good show. And again, like these these channels, like they had bops as theme songs. You, you can't go anywhere without someone saying, there are 104 days.
1: Yeah. Dude, we talked about this one in the car, too. I
0: know. <laughs> so, uh, and like, I, I didn't realize as a kid that Bowling for Soup wrote that theme song.
1: You, for those of you who don't know Bowling for Soup is they
0: do uh 1985 they do high school never ends they co- do a great cover of, Fountain of fountains of wayne stacy's mom Stacy's mom yeah like they are um kind of like a early thousands pop punkish band and yeah yeah i mean i, I don't know i mean alt, alt rock i don't
1: punk. know who would you compare them to um that other people I, didn't know
0: I mean, I would say they're like a goofier version of All American Rejects of All American Rejects and bare
1: naked ladies got together yeah. and <laughs> yeah, What was, you know,
0: was the um the Aquanauts? If oh, they had a oh, band, oh. but I mean, it, you you might you guys might not know who the Aquanauts are. They had, uh they did have a special on Netflix though, It was pretty interesting. But uh, I had got to uh, see Bowling for Soup in concert at Warp Tour, and we we're at um, Atlantic City on the beach, and they started playing the finished perp theme song. And the entire beach, like a mile-long beach, was just all singing <laughs> this theme song. Think about what that, you... my
1: friends, is the power of nostalgia.
0: That, that's the thing. That's, that's what the two of us are about right now. It's insane. Yeah.
1: And super powerful. Mm-hmm. But we can skip my number three, because we already talked about Even Stevens. So my number three was Even Stevens. Yep. My number two mm-hmm. is random. And a lot of people would be like, why would that be your number two? But Bug Juice, it was short-lived... It was only three seasons. Okay. It was, I'm pretty sure, only on during the summer because the premise of Bug Juice was um, pretty much day to day lives of kids at summer camp. Mm-hmm. And I would describe it as like a kid's version of like real world on MTV. You know, it's, uh, it brings a bunch of kids from different parts of the U.S. together at this summer camp. First season was uh, Camp Waziata in okay. Maine, it's a very long running camp. Um, and you kind of just learned about the lives of these different, the main kids that Mm. they followed around. And it was just very relatable. Um, um, I, I want to say when it came out, I was probably about the same age as the kids that were on the show. Okay. And, uh, I never went to camp. I never got to go to camp. Yeah. Whether like, whether it was a camp, yeah, not even, but this was like an overnight summer camp. Um, I always was jealous. I always wanted to go and they, uh,
0: you never did any like the school camps or anything like that? Nope. Wow. None of Home them. Homebody. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, I mean, that did sports and town sports and stuff, but no camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just super relatable, especially like, you know, the summer love and kicking my water bottle. Just over.
0: knocking things over here in the studio. Um,
1: you know, the, there's like, Cheesy summer relationships, and it makes you think back to the summers of.
0: Were there any like um, like standout cast members on that show? Because again, that, the Bug Juice is before my time, and like I was born '93, so like I have.
1: Um, not really. Like no one went on to do anything. It wasn't really about acting. It was just literally just following kids around with oh, so cameras. So, like
0: like reality show.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. That's like, yeah. That's why my comparison is real now, world. No, so. Or... Was, so was it
0: was like like an actual reality show, or was it like like um kind of. Thing? I think we were talking about this the other day, too. Like, Disney Channel would often do, like, those reality-esque things, but they have, like, actual actors.
1: No, no, no. There was no actors or actresses. Oh, so it was, it just was like, literally just kids at camp. and Oh, no, were... so it was,
0: like, an actual, like, Disney Channel reality show. That's, yeah, that's, that's why pretty I'm cool.
1: Com- compared it okay. to real world. Okay, I,
0: I got you. Listen, I, I'll <laughs> be honest. I never watched the real world, either.
1: No, no real world, world, Rules. You were young. Yeah, no. You I was, I was always, a...
0: you know, Jersey Shore, GTL.
1: Oh, yeah. Me and my brother used to watch it every Thursday. Um. We did. <laughs> oh yeah, and the whole the whole name Bug Juice just comes from the drink that they served at camp. It's this sugary okay. concoction. That of... would
0: probably be why when I went to some camps we had Bug Juice. Yes, that, exactly. That it attracts sense. the bugs
1: from all the sugar that's in it. Oh, makes,
0: yeah. sense, now. makes <laughs> sense now. Well, we can kind of uh, skip over my number two because we, uh, we talked about it. Did we? Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Number two, huh? Yeah, that was my number two. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Mainly just because like like you said, I mean, Dylan Cole Sprouse, Big Daddy, they were also Ben on Friends. They
1: were, they were Ben.
0: Yep. And like, there's such a, I love them. Like, I think it was weird that I also saw Big Daddy before Sweet Life. Why is that weird? Because, like, again, I was like maybe 10 when Sweet oh, Life came oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> so to be 10 and have already seen Big Daddy multiple times to the point where I could quote aspects of it. I
1: love that movie. <laughs> Scuba Steve.
0: <laughs> I'm Scuba Sam, Scuba Steve's father. <laughs> yep. you got to take a
1: bath. Perhaps you prefer Spaghetti and Meatball. Ooh. <laughs> Anyways, oh. Anyways, we're yep. getting so off track back here. Back to Disney Channel.
0: <laughs> Adam Sandler, wow. Okay. Um, so this this was, uh I think it was your number nine.
1: It was but, uh, my seven.
0: No, no, your your number nine was my number one. Oh, 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 gotcha. Kim Possible.
1: Number Impossible. one, huh?
0: It is. I mean, like, I I'm just gonna read the voice acting cast again because this is this is great. Christy Carlson Romano, Will Friedel, John DiMaggio, Bender, Bender from Futurama was in this show. Kristen Sorm, who's Xenon. We had Nicole Sullivan, who was the dog walker in king of queens. We had Raven Simone, Patrick Warburton. Ryder strong. I, I I had to catch you again. You wrote Storm, didn't I you? I did write Storm. <laughs> and then Taj Maori. Like that that cast, like as actors and actresses, is already it's huge. stacked. Yeah, yeah. But like to then have them do the voice acting, it was great. And then like Brandon knows I am a huge superhero like fan.
1: So he's got a Marvel versus Capcom arcade, yeah, like, right, just off right, camera.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like I, I love the show. I love the whole spy thing, but then they started bringing in Shigo's family, the Go family, yep. which was all about. There was a whole Shigo redemption arc, and Shigo is like, Nah, I'm gonna be bad, <laughs> and just like goes away after the whole redemption arc with her family, and just like continues to be evil. And it was so good. But it's like I, I love the show. The movie was good. And like a lot of Disney Channel shows, when they got the movies, it detracted away from the actual show.
1: Yeah, yeah. When they did sure.
0: the movie for Lizzie McGuire, I felt it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. I did not oh, like the def- Lizzie McGuire movie.
1: That's cause it was terrible.
0: <laughs> when they did the Phineas and Ferb movie, it was it was okay. It was actually probably one of the better ones, but again, it wasn't great. The Hannah Montana movie, awful.
1: There isn't even Stevens movie that was yeah. okay. They were like a Stranded on an island. Like, or
0: who'd something. they think they were? Saved by the Bell trying to do like the Hawaii vacation. Which was awesome.
1: It was. But it was also
0: <laughs> if when you watch it, it kind of like takes away. But Saved by the Bell actually did a good job where it just stayed in line. It was like It was if, like they
1: went on vacation. Yeah, right? it was like yeah.
0: one long episode, which is exactly what the Kim Possible movie does. It's like one long episode at the end. Yeah, yeah. And it was just great. And like I I love Kim Possible. Kim Possible was a great TV show. I will watch it tonight before I go to bed. No, you won't. I actually will. Probably send you a text later.
1: (laughs) Okay, so my number one is probably one you've never seen before. Okay. So weird.
0: Yeah, I'm stumped.
1: (laughs) So So Weird was about this family. Um, The mother, Mackenzie Phillips, plays herself. She's a musician in real life. Um, and she's traveling with her band and the show. Um, and, oh man, I'm in a brain fart of the main, her daughter, uh, oh my God, the main character, her daughter, for some reason, I want to say Fiona, but someone mm-hmm. might yell at me cause I might be wrong. Um, she has these, not psychic powers, but, uh, she's very in tune mm-hmm. with the other realm, It's very, the show is very paranormal. Okay. So every episode has to do with that. So say like one episode, they're staying in a a haunted hotel at one of the, they're, they're driving all over the country on their mom's tour bus and there's a haunted hotel. And there's another episode where uh, they stop to um, the tour bus breaks down and they stop to get help. And this little old lady feeds them and she transforms them into vegetables that's so weird. <laughs> it's like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I do. Um and that the lady ends up being some mm-hmm. troll from like uh some russian legend or german legend or something like that. It's a very it is a very weird show. Um
0: I'm a little skeptical about it, but <laughs> okay. I'll 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 roll with it. <laughs> so the
1: other two char- like main characters, uh Fiona's brother and his best friend also travel with the family. Um, both of them are from the movie Brink. Oh, so okay. The friend is Eric Von Detten, mm-hmm. the long-haired Brink, and then the girl's brother. I don't remember his character's name, but he plays Brink's best friend in the movie. Okay, it's a really good show. You should check it out.
0: I, uh, I'll look <laughs> into it. Maybe is it on uh, Disney Plus at all?
1: It was. I don't know if they took it off or if it's still on. Because sometimes they switch things out and. I'll whatnot. look. Up, I'll
0: look up. So weird.
1: Watch so weird.
0: Oh, I'll mm-hmm. I'll check into it. It's very weird. <laughs> now, were there any uh any honorable mentions we didn't get to yet?
1: Let's see. Wizard of Waverly plays Phineas and Ferb. Hannah Montana. Hmm.
0: I I I had <laughs> Hannah Montana, and then I actually scratched it out. Did you? Yeah. I, so I mean, we were trying to like you know top three, and I it didn't make my top or my uh our top three honorable mentions. It wasn't wasn't there. Really. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly, if I had to put a fourth or fifth, it'd probably be there yeah. solely for the bone dance episode. We're doing the bone dance. You're dancing. You learn them. No. Okay.
1: I don't remember that episode I, at all.
0: I, when, when that episode came out, I th- it was in middle school and we were doing an anatomy class and it was on, on the bones and like that episode came out and I remember learning part of the bone dance for class.
1: That's hilarious,
0: and well, it's funny because like now I'm a teacher, and I use music to teach a lot of my lessons as a math teacher. So it's like there you go, starting starting Alex Young using music to learn things. Look at that and
1: life lessons.
0: <laughs> I know, but then they uh, they kept doing the uh, the the downward spiral of Hannah Montana.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. dropped off fairly quickly.
0: I will say, I think I actually enjoyed kicking it after Hannah Montana. It was what uh, Jason Earls went to after that.
1: I've seen maybe one episode. I know.
0: I mean, as as a kid who did taekwondo, it was like, oh, I like this show.
1: That that's that's fair. Yeah.
0: Let's see. I'm uh, I'm gonna throw out a show there. I don't know if you remember it. House of Mouse.
1: Of course, I remember House of
0: Mouse. I loved House of Mouse. I mean, it, that, most that, kids that is... probably did. That is a show. So if if you don't know what House of Mouse is, House of Mouse, it originally started as like I think it was a five minute short, which then ended up becoming its own 30-minute episodes. And it was Mickey Mouse like running this like jazz nightclub type of thing that had variety acts. And all of the clients and the participators in the show were just regular casting characters from Disney. So like you would see like um, Maleficent, Jafar, and Ursula sitting at a table watching Gaston Juggle Beer Steins. Yep, and it like, was a really good show. It was. That is a show that like, I like wished, a Disney
1: talent show. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish they'd
0: like bring it back as like little shorts on Disney Plus because I I would Maybe just go and watch it.
1: I haven't checked. Maybe it's on there.
0: It's. I think. I think the original <laughs> show is, but uh, they're they're not they're not little shorts. And then uh, I know another one that I had American Dragon Jake
1: Long. I didn't like it. Really, I didn't watch that much of it, but okay.
0: I mean, I will say the. I liked the story from the second season more. I liked the animation style from the first season. I am um I realize I am kind of a stickler with animation. If it if the style changes or it's not a style that I enjoy.
1: Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't fair. like it
0: mean I don't like. I feel like not liking the style is a fair thing. That's but like normal. you if you ch- they changed animation style between the first and second season. Did and they? it was it was like a drastic change. Mm-hmm. And it, he went from like a went from being like a bipedal dragon to like being a quadruped and it was just weird. It was like like yeah, that's the thing it was like it was like a vast change. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't
1: be into that either.
0: And then uh it was just good though. Like I mean, it had Dante Basco as uh Jake Long. Really? Yeah, you know, from uh Hook and uh yeah, yeah. Zuko from Avatar.
1: Yep. Yeah. Dude, I changing drastic changes like that really bother me. Like like mm-hmm. when they'll bring in a a different actor to play their little sibling or something in the next season or mm-hmm. I hate it so much. It's such a turn off. <laughs>
0: that's what like um did you ever watch Roseanne? Yeah, yeah. So you know they, they, they changed the actresses for the sister there. When they brought back Roseanne again before it became the Connors, they had both actresses on the show. They one did. of them was reprising the role as a sister and one of them was playing
1: It was Jackie, like, right? And
0: uh not, or no, not, the, not Jackie. Jackie was the uh, Roseanne sister.
1: No, um, I mean, the blonde sister. Yeah,
0: yes. yes. And Sarah was it Sarah Michelle Geller was the uh, I think wasn't that the other blonde? I don't know where I don't know where that name came from. I don't think so. No,
1: but yeah, no, maybe just like
0: <laughs> like that. That switching of like actors and actresses. It's the is same thing they weird. did
1: uh, more recently in Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen show. I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, heard. the um the older sister. Yep. I know, and with Mandy too.
1: Oh yeah, two characters and they that that did it
0: with the older sister. They did it with Mandy, and they did it with Ryan, the uh the one that the older sister marries. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and All then right. uh, also wasn't didn't they uh, swap out Morgan in Boy Meets World?
1: Yes, they did.
0: Which both of us uh, found out was not a Disney Channel show.
1: Not originally. It was Uh, eventually aired on Disney. but
0: I know. But it also was showed on, like, WB and Fox. Whoever would have known that.
1: And then uh, TGIF was ABC, right?
0: Yeah. That was, uh, I think, got its Friday airing stuff in the lineup. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: And then my other uh, honorable mention was Cory in the House.
0: That was that was a good show. I liked Core in the House. It was just another
1: good spinoff. That was it was funny. It was fun.
0: Yeah, and then the uh, that was where the uh, brother, the older brother, and Good Luck Charlie got a start. That's right. Yeah, that was that was a good show. I I enjoyed Core in the House. Core in the House was a good show. Just funny.
1: They're all funny. Yeah, (laughs) almost everyone on our lists were funny.
0: Oh yeah, I think I mean except I don't think there was any. um, I don't think Disney Channel ever did like a drama show. I feel like their their most dramatic show, which was again we just said wasn't wasn't a uh, original. Was Boy Meets World? I think that was their most like drama focused show.
1: Yeah, I can't think of any others off the top of but, my head uh, that are like that.
0: But uh, so after you you texted me about Boy Meets World not being a Disney Channel show, and I was doing the research and I was actually reading about the syndication process that they went through. Those those like um, more heartfelt episodes, like when Sean's dad died,
1: oh, when that, Sean and yeah.
0: Angela, when Sean was trying to reel from that, and Angela and and uh, Corey were working on that, and they were drinking. And the episode where Corey and Topanga were contemplating uh, whether or not to lose their virginity on prom night. Yeah. The episode where they were in uh, was it Hawaii? They were in for their honeymoon. Mm-hmm. All those episodes were pulled from the Disney Channel airings. They didn't oh. run any of those.
1: Yeah, it makes sense.
0: I mean, the the you know the episodes about like the prom night and the honeymoon. I get that. I get that. You don't want that for like the little kids. But even the allusions to like the drinking as like being a thing that like kids were dealing with yeah and, and yeah you, that's true and you had you know Corey's dad come out and like snap him out of it like that was a real moment that you know dude
1: super <laughs> emotional
0: i know but you know what? i mean there people have a lot of problems with them just like even disney just like buying fox and not having the rights to deadpool people had an that's issue true, just yeah. with that not even them putting it on a streaming service just having the rights but you know i mean life is life is rough sometimes
1: especially right now. But anyways, yeah. let's not take a dark turn at the oh, end of I this. Oh, I know, thing. <laughs> I know. So
0: so uh I'm Alex. This is Brandon. We this has been Nostalgia Junkies. And Brandon, where can they find you online?
1: Uh the the best bet is uh Instagram, RetroJunkCT. Um you can check out the ongoing's at my shop and life and yeah, how about you?
0: Yeah, so you can find me probably best also on Instagram or Facebook as Alex Forest Music. Super
1: talented musician over here, this guy.
0: Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, Too bad yeah. he's
1: such an asshole. <laughs> Listen, I learned
0: from the best. But yeah, so uh, this has been Nostalgia Junkies, and stay tuned. We'll be back in another few weeks.
1: Thanks for watching. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.